welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, then you're going to want to visit my friends over at Work.com and Drag Coven. Both outlets are serving you excellent drag-related content that I encourage you to check out. After this episode, that is. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at Theater in the Now, and visit TheaterInTheNow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. What do you get when you drive all night with Joan Rivers, Jojo Siwa, and the worst Miss Cleo impersonator sitting in your backseat? The best episode of Canada's Drag Race ever, and we're here to break it all down for you. I'm taking chances by allowing my next guest to return to the podcast. It's about to be Beauty and the Beast up on this pod. I'll let you decide who's who. Say hello to my favorite baby, 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 Scouts Honor. How are Hi. you? I'm good. How are you? I'm not well, a baby anymore. My first drag birthday is this month. Uh, yes, that's true. You're, but it's, it, it hasn't is. happened yet. It, so you're still a baby. baby it has baby. not yet. Yeah. Um, but this, it was at your show. It was. And it I don't was. have that show anymore because Block of COVID-19. Party. No. Oh, <laughs> the pandemic. Yeah, it's killing me. How, how are you? How, how's life? I'm... It's life. It's, you know, I think six months in now, it's like this, like, quote unquote, new normal. And I'm just kind of like existing, um, working from home, which I'm getting really tired of. Um, I can imagine that. I mean, I'm too easily distracted and like working from home is the worst because I'm just like, I'll be working and I'll be like, oh, this is like what I need to do. And then I'll just like turn my head and see something in my apartment and be like, oh, I need to clean that right now. Yeah. (laughs) And then 20 minutes later, I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, everyone's adjusting to this new normal. It's really unfun and I'm not enjoying it and I'm bored and I want my job back. I want, yeah, I miss dancing. I yeah, I, I miss dancing too. Parties, I miss people. I want to go on a real vacation. I want to see a real drag show. Yeah, me too. Not socially distanced. Or... Yeah, I want. I want to hand a dollar to a drag. <laughs> what a concept, right? Right. Who knew? <laughs> like, I'm gonna put this dollar in my hand, and you are going to take it out of my hand. <laughs> Well, the small things in life. It's the little things. It's the little things. Well, we're <laughs> here to talk about a big thing called Candace Drag Race. Yeah. That was a fun episode. It was so much fun. It was like, I, I was um, thinking back to when you and I were talking about the UK Snatch Game. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what it is about, like, snatch these Snatch Games coming from other, like, iterations of Drag Race that, are, that just feel very, like, it's the same I, game. It's the same yes, everything, I just but think, it feels so fresh. And it feels right, so... and I think, I think it has to do a lot of with the casting i think they're either casting people who are lazy and not good at snatch game or these queens on these first seasons are like we need to make an impression this has to be better than what america brings and it feels like it feels like there's kind of like with u.s drag race whether it's regular drag race or all stars there's been kind of like this there was a few years where i was like oh yes like snatch game is finally here and now i feel like i'm like "Mm, snatch game's here let's see what happens i i think it also has to do with and we'll get to it is, is the choices of who people are doing yes um 100%. i think we need to go back to good well-known personas and not these 
weird people that no one knows. Yeah, there's. I think, and that's the thing, right? Is like, there's the idea of like, oh, if nobody knows them, then I can kind of do whatever I want with them. But then, if you if you don't nail the humor of it, then people yeah. are like, what the fuck is she doing? <laughs> I mean, listen, I would be willing in this day and age for um, queens who want to be on Drag Race in the future. I will teach a snatch game class with you if you would like to zoom with me, and we can we can do a panel of snatch game, and you can try out your characters. And I can tell you what's not funny. Um, Miss, my good old best Judy, Miss Rigatoni, won a snatch game here in DC last year, two years ago. Um, at trade, she was like, she's good at that. She's yeah. good at. She has her Jennifer Coolidge down. Uh oh, come for Vanna Do's gig. Um, I thought Vanna was Dolly. <laughs> Vanna is everybody. <laughs> Vanna's every woman. She is. All right, let's get into this episode. The girls are all broken up about Tainomi's elimination. Another Toronto girl has left the building. Um, but it doesn't matter because Alona is whining and it's really fucking annoying. I love Alona. <laughs> you would. I love her. It's good TV. It's good TV, but that whine, that it, it's so grating. But you know that that would be me on TV. Oh, I'm fully aware. That's why you're defending her. <laughs> Yeah, well, Rita thinks Tainomi is one of the greatest queens in Canada and an inspiration, but she came here to win. I love Rita. She was like, she's a fantastic drag queen, but um, a fantastic drag queen leaving is good for me. Yeah, it's, too, <laughs> it's so true. She said, um, I, am Na- I am Naomi and that is Manila. <laughs> oh, Lemon feels like it's a family member that leaves each week, but Priyanka didn't care when Kine left random zinger at guys zinger shady i mean been I gone for how many episodes now i mean i don't want to talk about it during snatch game but let's i would like to discuss um kind's post the other day of who apparently she was going to do for a snatch game oh, i didn't see that um she posted a picture of herself dressed as shirley bassey interesting a little problematic if i do say so myself yeah there's She's a black a woman. There. Yeah. Just, just pointing it out there, just saying, just saying kind. Not, not, uh, maybe not uh, posting that. Anyway, they discuss Priyanka being possessed by the devil because she's so perfect. But Rita <laughs> says, have you looked at her ears? I didn't what get was it. That? What that? I didn't know what that was about. I literally, it, it was, even in the editing, they like the girls were just kind of like, huh? Yeah, and maybe maybe it's a French Canadian thing. And that was like the end of it. They were like, "Oh, but have you seen her ears?" And then like the girls have this weird look, and then they just cut. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you know that Priyanka was voted best local drag queen in Toronto? I literally am like, I. It's so funny because I'm just thinking of like what I'm entertainer of the year. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, ooh, like, this is something. Yeah, I was like, is this I, mean, thing- I, I will say. I understand kind of that, like, you probably don't realize it in the moment, like, how many times you've said something. Sure. And then also, like, once you leave, there's, like, what, 90% of the shit you say never makes it to TV. Exactly. And then if they have this one thing that you're saying over and over, they're like, haha, we can make her say this over. <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah, I was wor- worried that this would be, like, a downfall episode for Priyanka, or or it's going to be the, the Alaska temper tantrum episode where it's the... The, the little bump before the super rise, but there's a lot yeah. riding on her now that Tainomi has gone because she considers herself a top contender, and I do too. I also 
when was it Alona who said like the Toronto girls are falling like flies and I was yeah. like oh only a couple of Toronto girls have left and I pulled up the list and I was like all they're girls. all Toronto girls yeah um I I'll make another statement later on at the end of the podcast but oh. Who's going to be the next bitch going home? Jimbo, I want to know too. And then they cut to Alona. I was like, oh my God, is that shady editing? Is Alona going? I know, right? Um, but right it's the next day. Last episode. <laughs> yeah, right. Next day, Priyanka slams into the maple leaf as she leaps into the workroom. Um, very, very funny. The tensions are still high and Alona is complaining that she was in the bottom and ready to leave. And Bobo and Priyanka are jumping down her throat because it's so disrespectful. And you know what? They're not wrong. Yeah. Priyanka doesn't want Alona to play the victim card. And then Alona is so pressed. She goes, how dare you tell me how to feel, Priyanka? And demands a Rupology. I'm going to say there was some editing there. Too late to Rupologize. Yeah, it was was a weird moment for Alona. Um, I'm going to read what Rue said because I thought it was very well written to the writer who wrote this. Hello, my queens. Wait. What was I going to say? It's all coming back to me now. Near, far, wherever you are, it's time to make a titanic impression. And if we move in unison, then love can move mountains. And that's the way it is. Do you know who Rue was referencing? Are you familiar with this artist? Um, uh, I believe her name is Celine. Celine Dion? Yeah, yeah. Celine Dion. <laughs> um, how much you want to no, bet... Right. How much you want to bet that every queen thought Celine would be a guest judge? I guarantee you, but like at least half of them were like, is, right? is this, is it going to be, is it going to be, do right? <laughs> I mean, I would have um, like felt that way if you pump her up, pump her up that much. I mean, they know that they did a Celine runway, so they have to assume maybe something's going on. But I do, before we move on, what is your favorite Celine yeah. Dion song? Yeah. What's my favorite Celine Dion yeah. song? Oh, that's tough. I mean, I love I Drove All Night. Like, when that I was the lip sync song, I was just like, oh, incredible. Yeah. Um, but I also, like, it's wild to me because, like, all of this, like, a lot of the songs that Celine is really known for, people don't realize that they're covers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, this is a Roy Orbison cover. Um, what is it? Um, the, there's the Meatloaf cover of mm-hmm. It's All Coming Back to Me Now. Um like she has so many covers and yet her vo- her voice is just it's divine and it's it's so dynamic and i do i do, I do need to make a confession i thought the first time i ever saw celine dion was in march but that is a lie i remember i found out that i went to zootopia in 2002 when she was one of 14 artists on the bill i remember you posted that on your instagram story i think yeah. And it was, I was just like looking at that list and I was like, what a lineup. <laughs> it was so random. What a lineup. But like, of course, because it's in New Jersey, the biggest headliner of the night was bon, John Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Yeah. The only um, bigger thing you can get is Springsteen, right? Exactly. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, because I, I went to that concert like 2002 and I think 2003 or, so, or like a couple years in a row. And I think every year I was there, I think Kelly Clarkson was there. There was one year that I was, um, they also had Clay Aiken and Ruben Stuttered. Ooh, what line American yeah. Idol treatment. Exactly. But back when American Idol was the cultural touchstone. It, it, so long ago in the old world. The fact that it still exists. <laughs> it's true. I think it's pretty They good, literally but... they they didn't they crown a new American Idol in quarantine? Yes, they did. 
wild. Well, the world's worst Celine Dion impersonator Brooklyn Heights jumps into the room for everyone's favorite mini challenge, the reading challenge. The reading. Um, so I'm going to share what some of my highlights and a couple lowlights were. Um, I got most of them. I left out a couple of them, but Priyanka says, Scarlet Bobo, your face is like your spot in the competition. <laughs> Filler. Filler. That was good. That was good. <laughs> that was a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, Alona starts off with high pours. Boa, bitch on arrival. When are you gonna when show you gonna up, be- girl? Okay, that was good. But then Alona opens her mouth again. Bobo, you should change your name, your last name to Hobo because your drag is more than pedestrian. Okay. And everyone in the room is like, you got it backwards, you mean, bitch. You're, yeah. I will say one thing that bugged me in this reading challenge is that. Brooklyn was like picking and choosing who she was like helping and like attacking. Yeah, and I was, was like, I was like, man, RuPaul don't stand there being like adding on to reads and no, taking no. away from reads and discrediting girls. Like she just stands there with a smile on her face while you put the fucking sunglasses on. Like, yeah, well, Brooke, it, like shut up. To be fair, Ru is usually laughing the entire time, so I don't think Ru could form a sentence afterwards. No, fair. But I was um, just like. Brooklyn, it seemed like Brooklyn was like picking and choosing who she wanted to help and who she wanted to tear down. Yeah. And I was it just was... like, whose competition is this? Yeah. All right. Boa, she says, Lemon, can you hold my drink? Because I always love putting it on a coaster. That was good. I like that. That one, one got to Lemon. It did. That um, got and it's to interesting because coaster is not really a competition like drag race competition word we use it in big brother and survivor because that's that's a voting game and you do coast yeah so putting in 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 drag race was a very interesting choice yeah um scarlet's up next she says rita bega the only thing worse than your drag closet is your piss poor attitude and as brooklyn says it's not a bad attitude she's french canadian (laughs) do we need that brooklyn French Canadian. Yeah. Kiara, she says, Boa, I'd like to take you to the gym, not to work out with you, but to use you as my exercise ball. My favorite was the way she like rolled her hand. Right. (laughs) I was like, okay, I get it that Boa is round, but do we really need to make a fat joke like that? (laughs) Like Kiara. Um, Lemon, uh, first she says, Priyanka, you talk about having sex a lot, but the only thing you're fucking is stupid. It's a good read. It's, it's not one read. I haven't heard before. Right. But I literally how... finished it with Lemon. But good for her for being I... the first one to say it on TV. I, um, I think it's going to be the thing the gays say for the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, because let's be real, there are a lot of stupid gays. Um, no, that was one of the ones where she was like, the only thing you're fucking, and I was like, is stupid. <laughs> and yep. I was like, oh, look. <laughs> Lemon also says, Kiara, are you a bird? Because all your runways are cheap, 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 cheap. <laughs> cheap, 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 cheap. Funny, funny. That was funny. That was. Then we have Jimbo saying, "Alona, someone get this girl a medal because she's a broken record. Sickening work. I'm living." Okay, that was a good dig. Good dig. Jimbo also says, "Lemon, you're so full of yourself, you could be a lemon meringue pie, light and fluffy on top with a crusty little bottom." Excellent. Very good. Very very good. Very very witty. Um, one of my favorites, Rita. Okay, hold on five <laughs> seconds. Can we just embrace the fact that Alona wasn't complaining for five seconds, please? I, I will say I appreciate production, like, even framing it as if, like, Rita had forgot, like, couldn't yeah. come up with something. 
but it was like the it was just that perfect marriage of like the way Rita set it up, but also production like leaned into the way she set it up. Yeah, yeah. And then Rita ends it with, and finally, I'm so <laughs> grateful that we have this opportunity to do Drag Race. So finally, a Canadian can win Drag Race. Cue Brooklyn's delayed response. She was like, huh? Yep. yep. <laughs> that I think was perfect. I mean. I'm sure, because the way they did it, they did it in order. I'm sure production knew um, Rita was ending with that. And that's why Rita was last. So that's what I was going to say, was did Rita actually go last? Well, or... they did it in, in the order they were standing. Did they? Okay. okay. They did. I didn't um, th- so I, I think didn't production had an idea. I'm sure they okay. like were, they said, do you have any things you want to tell us? And then they'll stand yeah. them that way. Yeah, sure. But I thought that was a really good reading challenge. It was. Very good. Um, Lemon is the winner. Um, she receives $1,000 LAG concepts from Divine Drag Jewels. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Get some expensive shit. Yeah. And that's after um, winning, what, like $5,000 of makeup for her yeah, main challenge? Yeah, she's doing well. Like, I, was, I felt so bad for her when they were like, you won $5,000 worth of makeup the episode after she was like, I didn't bring enough makeup. Right. And I was like, this poor girl's not going to get it till she gets home. Well, like, so what's interesting is, I guess on the main show, like Anastasia Beverly Hills is a sponsor. Mm-hmm. So they do have makeup there makeup for there. them. Yeah. I don't know if that's in the budget for this one. Um, it, or that they Rigatoni have Tony and I were supplies. talking about it. And we were saying like, because Tony was like very surprised. She was like, they're not a makeup sponsor. And I was like, it's got to be weird for like a first season of anything because especially on the commercial side of it, people are like, we don't know if it'll transfer. Like, we don't exactly. know if it'll... So I'm sure that they were just kind of... Like, there's more apprehension about being like, yeah, yeah. sure, fill your, fill your room with our makeup. <laughs> well, you would, you would think that Anastasia Beverly Hills has, like, some makeup that they could just throw over to them. Yeah. Give them each a yeah, palette. Yeah. Something like that. But I've, I felt so bad when Lemon, the episode before, was just like, yeah, I didn't. I don't really have like. I didn't have a lot of makeup to bring. Blah blah. blah. And then the next episode, they're like, "Here's five thousand dollars worth of makeup. You can have it when you get home." <laughs> yeah. Well, in the spirit of the reading challenge, at the end of the episode, Scout will be giving some reads. But Attempting to, to. We'll, we'll we'll try some. <laughs> but to hold you over, I have a read that I want to share with everybody that Scout has heard me give this read about Scout before. Um, for those who don't know, Scout's honor. Scout is Sigma's first kid, making her the illegitimate grandchild of Jasmine T and the niece of Brat and Seraphim. But Scout doesn't have an Oedipal complex. What do they call it when the kids love fucking their aunt? Oh yeah, predictable. Yep. Hey. Mm-hmm. Let the kids I, do the context clues to figure that before, out. That was long before I had put a lash or That's true. a stitch of contour on my face. Um, and for those back when I was the wee little baby DC gay, yes, that's you. But I I did ask my um, Instagram followers if they had any reads for you, and I did get one from Amanda Pork. Oh, Amanda, Amanda says, I know you did Boy Scouts growing up. How many Scout Masters did it take for you to get your faggot merit badge? (laughs) My faggot merit badge, oh, honey, I was born with that one. So, I'm the instructor for that one. I wrote the <laughs> curriculum, I wrote the requirements, and I designed the badge. <laughs> well, there was a read from Amanda. Um, we'll, I'm sure we'll get at least one or two reads in at the end of the episode. I'm sure Scout mm-hmm. has uh, some ideas. But mm-hmm. today, Percolate. the maxi challenge is Snatch Game. And I hope we blank our blanking blanks off. I mean, I blanked my blank right the blank off. So. Same, same. 
So we're going to um, discuss that Snatch Game separates the dumb bitches from the really clever girls, as Lemon says. I thought that was um, a good way to put it. It's like, I because so. Snatch Game is a clever game. It is. It's not because, necessarily... Again, it's, not the, the, the comedy funny, queens you don't, don't have to always... be exclusively funny exactly some of the comedy queens bomb it some of the comedy queens um are great but then you have some of these fashion queens who steal the show so it's really about picking the right character knowing enough about them and knowing how to twist it for any situation mm-hmm. and being able to just i think the one of the hardest things that i can imagine getting ready for is like okay, I'm going to, like, get this character down so I can, like, at least look like them or sound like them or kind of yeah. be in their mind space. But then it's like when you're preparing, you don't know who you're going to be in there with. You don't know the other characters you're going to be playing off of until, the, what, the day before, yeah. you know? It's like, so there's a lot of, you just have to be present in the moment. Exactly. It's true. So Priyanka <laughs> grew up doing improv and did kids' TV for eight years, so she knows how to improv. Um, so she's going to be Miss Cleo. Miss Cleo. Um, <laughs> I was like, it, yeah. Well, who it's was, funny because who, who tried to do Miss Cleo in a previous season and didn't? It was Shangela, right? Maybe. All Stars Three, because she did the Irish accent, right? And then right, she right, did yeah, Jennifer. Yeah. Um, Jennifer Lewis. Jennifer Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, no, I think Miss Cleo is a very, very smart choice. You can do a lot with Miss Cleo, you but can. you just have to be good with her. Um, and it's funny because. Recently, I've been talking to an internet fortune teller named Madame Bach to the Future. <laughs> Joke, it's not real, but it's may- maybe it's a character I'll write for somebody. Isn't that go. funny? It's a funny name. That's funny. Um, I will say, I want to bring it up for a hot second. Um, someone did message me about um, Priyanka's choice of doing Miss Cleo because they said, is it too much that a, um, uh, a South um, Asian performer is doing a black person yeah but i did a little research and um priyanka does technically identify as she said in the episode about her dad um she's guyanese which is south america which is Mm -hmm. technically the um guyana they do consider part of um the caribbean so it's very interesting because she is indian presenting she grew up with that um, background, but uh, she identifies this way. I don't know her entire history of back and, and family yeah. tree. I think it is something to discuss. I think the biggest, like, I think with that whole identity thing, I think there's a fine line to walk. I think with particularly kind of Caribbean characters and stuff, I think one of the biggest things is just there's like this very, like, kind of accepted history of of almost like mocking the patois accent of the caribbean and kind of making it into a joke and i think that's where that line is really tough to walk when you're when it's not like an accent that you or your family generally talk with or use it's kind of hard to like i think you can especially when engaging with a room full of white queens right i think like it might get that's where it might get dicey no no, i agree i agree well, Jeffrey is the walkthrough person for the week because he's an actor and obviously knows everything there is about acting. I'm homeboy. I don't don't get me started on Jeffrey. Yeah, there's a Oof. lot of backlash. Listen, like as I, I as I've said, RuPaul is one singular person. RuPaul is comprised of three things: an actor, a model, and a drag queen. It takes yeah. one of each to do RuPaul's job. Did they yeah. p- select the right three for this show? Maybe not. I- I think the problem with it for me is that it's like 
it would have been one thing if Brooklyn was the host right. and there was Stacy and Jeffrey there as the like, you know, kind of like Ross, Ross, Michelle, Carson, sure. whatever. But it comes off very obvious that like RuPaul was not about to let one of her girls look no like chance. she was on the same level as her. And we've kind also, of been... <laughs> the guest host thing has been... It's been interesting, but it's much. almost like they've also spoon fed us that we need to love Jeffrey because of all his appearances on um, the regular show. Especially this all-star appearance. All of his all-stars appearances. Yeah, so well, I, I, I think I, it, I would not be surprised if the fan feedback does not bring in a potential change of person. Yeah, okay. So, Kiara is being the Christmas bitch Mariah Carey because she does her in her show sometimes. I don't Cool. That, it, I guess you had to pick a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alona gives Jeffrey, right? yeah, Alona gives Jeffrey a hint and is ready to destroy some cocks. Rebecca Moore, <laughs> the cock destroyer. Hello. Um, I just want to say I miss my frock destroyers. Oh, I know. I miss them so much. I want Davina back on my TV and Me blue too. And maybe back up for a hot second. I'm bag of fun. Yeah. I guess it's just good TV, too. Yeah. Um, speaking of good TV, Jimbo gives her best Joan Rivers, and I knew it was going to be the greatest thing ever. Um, as soon as she started talking in that workroom, I was like, oh, boy, this yeah. is about to be a moment. Yeah. Um, it Because no one's really done Joan Rivers. I know Sharon has done Joan Rivers for the tour. The tour, um, yeah. And it's pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, but Jimbo doing on the show is what we needed. It was just a masterclass. Yeah. Jeffrey reminds Jimbo that she hasn't won yet, and this is her time to shine. I she... hate when RuPaul, Jeffrey, whoever's walking to the workroom is like, you haven't had a main challenge win yet? It's like the girl who's standing there is like, oh, haven't I? Scout, really? I it's I... for television purposes. It's I literally know, a line like... fed. I know, but if I were standing there, I, my sarcastic ass would be like, oh, I thought I won last week. Yeah. Um, but we get a moment where we're going to test Jeffrey's acting um, brilliance because he knows everything about acting because Jeffrey tries to get Priyanka to make Miss Cleo funny and has full confidence in her. Mm -hmm. It was also weird how there was like only two or three of the girls that um, had... Like, Jeffrey, like, actually was like, oh, let me hear what you got. And I'm like, yeah, I think it was definitely editing. It was very, very, very interesting. But they did go through all the girls, which we never get to see. We usually get um, who was going to be a top and who's going to be a bottom. Uh, oh, true. Work through. So it was kind of cool to get everybody. But when you only have eight, you're, 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 it's kind of welcome. You're, you're, yeah. you're good. Um, Scarlett what is deciding... What are you going to do, cut one person out? <laughs> exactly right. Well, Scarlett is deciding between Liza and Fran Drescher, which is her new one. Um, so meh. It's funny that, like, she said that because I've, like, Fran Drescher, to me, is, like, what I would just immediately go to as a backup. Yeah. Um, like, I, I'm, like, there's other people I would pick as a, like, main character. Like, oh, this is who I want to do on Snatch Game. But, like, I think Fran is a character who, as long as you can do that voice and you can do the voice without thinking about the voice. Right. Like, you can stay present in the moment. You have a lot of opportunity to, like, stay safe. But then also you have more opportunity to, to like, 
go somewhere. But if you if you have to think about staying in Fran Drescher's voice the whole time, you're never going to react to anything. Sure. And, and again, we've seen Courtney do Fran Drescher. It was mm-hmm. fine. She hit the beat. She got the voice. But again, that cast, there was no hope for her to stand out. Oh, no, no hope. Oh no! Um, but Liza, on the other hand, it's Liza, and Scarlett has been safe and it's safe again Liza. and again. I and got two. I got two wigs. I got some heels. I got a red sparkly thing. I'm Liza. It was fun. Everyone could do Liza. Is yeah. it going to be a winning impersonation? You got to make it perfect. Sometimes it's amazing to me thinking about the cast of season nine, and then I'm like, oh yeah, Alexis Michelle won match game. <laughs> Alexis Michelle was in fifth place. Who was like? And, I mean, it was a good Liza. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rita and her sparkly maple leaf hat is going to be the most well-known French singer, Edith Piaf. 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 That's all right. <laughs> I'm tired. Um, Jeffrey says she has so much to work with. And I say, you going to be Marianne Cultiard? Is that what you're going to do? Something like that. Yeah. Um, why did I just mispronounce her name? Oh my god, I'm blaming you for making me wait all day. Okay. Boa is either going to be Cindy Lauper, Rebel Wilson, or Gypsy Rose Blanchard. But she Home doesn't was... want to be offensive. Oops. I now, like, like, get the, it. the character she picked was already like, it's already an offensive parody as it is. Right, so. and I, I get it that the timing, I don't think she was a... She would have been... No, 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 no. Um, uh, Trixie did it for Halloween, so she would have seen it. She would have known. Trixie got a lot of shit for it. She for sure did. For Halloween. So, so that's what I'm saying. Is like They didn't start filming until November, so she knew with the, black, the backlash. So even, yeah. And even the show knew. So even like promoting her to do it, bad move. But then again, yeah. her Cindy Lauper voice is odd. Her rebel can dab, and that's about it. Um, and we got nothing. That Cindy Lauper voice was a voice. It was not Cindy Lauper. It was a voice. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, Lemon is doing JoJo Siwa, who is a loud reality child star. She asks questions, she answers immediately, and she can't say her R's. And we'll discuss that later. Yeah. Lemon gets emotional talking about how her drag is her everything. She's feeling it and wants to, wants to prove that it matters to her. If she's going to lose, she's going to lose big. Which I love that approach. I, mean, I like a drag queen. I like a drag queen who's like, I'm on drag race. I'm not about to be, I'm not about to like half step this and try and be safe. It's like, you know, I haven't had a moment to be big yet. So bam, I'll do it. Yeah. Well, Jeffrey tells us that the runway will be Night of a Thousand Selens and quickly Selene. reminds the girls that Celine will not be in attendance, but instead they get Mary Walsh. Mary Walsh! A Canadian comedian. Are you familiar with her work? Walsh. I love Mary Walsh. I used to, like, um, my biggest like familiarity with Mary Walsh was I remember um, when I was a kid, my, uh, my, we'd like go to my dad's, like, dad's wife's, or like not wife, at the time girlfriend, whatever, um, their, like her house and we if we would stay there I remember there was some channel I don't remember what channel it was but they would play like Canadian like it was like a late night thing or like they just filled or whatever and I just remember like that's how I remember Mary Walsh was just these like weird little like well you're close to Canada so that makes sense yeah 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 we were we were up in New York so yeah um, yeah I was unfamiliar she was, with her she was I I 
I love that she kind of went in there. I think my favorite part about the guest hosts are people who obviously have not watched every season of Drag Race. So they get there and they read the teleprompter and they're like, I'm going to say it however I want to say it. Exactly. Yeah, she was good. We'll get to her. But before we begin Snatch Game, we get Canada's best squirrel friend, Tracy Melcher, who is live on the red carpet. Give me more Tracy. I love this bit. I really thought this was a very, very important thing to do um, before Snatch Game because we get a moment to see each girl with Tracy and let them do their thing before the others jump on top of them. Yeah. They each get their Um, moment. Yeah. Yeah. I I I really liked that a lot. So I hope. And you can see the whole look. Yeah. You can see the whole look. They exactly. sit behind a thing the whole time. It's like, yeah. I hope moving forward we get some version of this. Um, I don't care who our um, American best squirrel friend is. Um, let let it be Michelle. It'll be Ross. It'll probably be Ross. Um, so Brooklyn Heights is living proof that if you bomb this show, they make you they come make back you to host it. That was good. At, le- at least she admits she knew she sucked. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I don't think there's any way she. Remember, that. remember that there was almost a moment in time when we almost lost Brooklyn Heights or Evie Oddly. Or Evie Oddly. Oh, that's funny. That's really. That's funny. They're one of like what, like three sets of queens that have had the lip sync against each other yeah. twice in a season. Yeah. Well, the panelists are Scottish design duo Colin and Justin, and I do not know who they were. I had to Google them. Yeah, um, they've been in Canada for ten years, and they have seen lots of bears and beavers. I don't get it. <laughs> hey, but there's no beaver on Grinder. What's a beaver? What's a beaver? So let's talk about it. We meet Gypsy Rose Blanchard and Boa fully has iPhone headphones in her nose. That was Okay, so my thing was Oof. I cackled at that. I literally was like, she needed something to make it look like an oxygen tube. And she was going through her stuff and she said, Man, I was like, like it. Well, I that's... I was hoping that was the beginning of this like brilliant performance. I was like, this dumb bitch has AirPod, like well, I... iPhone headphones in her nose. Speaking of pulling out things to use, she wore <laughs> a lemon hat. Did she? She wore a hat with a lemon on it. I did not notice. That. Did she not have a hat, or did did she just coincidentally have a hat that had a lemon on it? At Lemon gives you life. Did you give that hat? <laughs> because if she didn't come with a hat, girl, you were not prepared to do Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Well, I mean, to be fair, it was the third name she said. And that is true. That is true. <laughs> well, uh, Jimbo opens her mouth and it was just exceptional. Uh, she oh, brought Edgar's ashes with her. Um, Lemon's look as Jojo is wild. Um, that hard front wig all the way is back. It, it, was it hard front? I think it was no, because you could see little bits of lace holding it down on her sideburns. I think she cut it back she like cut that it to back make it far? look like the tree. Yeah, she because like I part, and this is just like what very little I know about Jojo Siwa is it like she's got that big ass tight dance yeah. ponytail and she's got traction alopecia. Oh God! Okay, so Lemon was like Lemon cut that back so far, but and Ricky Tony and I the whole time we were watching it, we're trying going back and forth between whether there was lace or not. Yeah. But it, turns her head it okay, looks okay. like there's lace going down her sideburn to like hold it in place but fucking traction alopecia yeah well and then um you had those drawn on brows that, that was she was it was boy lemon 
Yeah. I mean, like, it was a great character. They yeah, what, what, like... I, what I was nervous about was the speech impediment. Because mo- mocking speech impediments is very dicey, but doing yeah. it to a 15, 16-year-old is very dangerous because it could come off as bullying. That being said, oh my god. Um, that being said, the moment that JoJo signed off on the impression, we're all good. Yeah. Um, because, you know what, we're here for it. But that, that worried me because, you know, speech impediments are hard, and especially doing it to yeah. a minor, you want to make sure it's kosher because well, parody's hard. JoJo's not, like, actually a minor, though. She's not 15 or 16? She's, no, JoJo Siwa is, like... Oh no! I guess she is. She's seventeen. Yeah, I thought she, she was older than she was. She's she she a baby. I thought she I thought she was like nineteen or twenty. No no no! Not yet! Not yet! She's only seventeen. All right. So Priyanka's Miss Cleo says, "Call me now." And that's about all the jokes she got. Priyanka. She looked good. She looked good. She looked fine. She was fine. I was I was dying watching her and like the when they were talking about everything in the workroom. She was just pouring that silver glitter on a wig head. Yeah. <laughs> it was incredible. Um, and then we have legendary friend Sean Trouche, Edith Piaf. Um, she's hunched over. Now, is that because um, she on drugs, or is it because, if, did you know, that Edith Piaf is actually 4'8". Wow. Yeah, she's a tiny we lady. We love a short she's, queen. Yeah, Rita, Bega's, Rita Bega's like 5'11". Yeah, so that's why I was like, is she hunching over because Edith Piaf is so short, or is it because of the characterization? We'll, we'll get to Rita in a moment. Um... Oh boy, Liza with a Z. I laughed. I died. I was like, ha ha ha! That's so Canadian. It was the most Canadian moment of the night. It was. I the Z was that got me. Uh, Mariah. Oh boy. How are the twins? Come on, Kiara. Get the reference. It grabs her tits. And then Alona as Rebecca Moore. Um, she I, is lucky there were other bombers there because saying fuck is just not funny. I I will say though. She st- like when she started that when they first introduced the characters, I was like, "Oh God, no! Yeah. Alone is about to be." I think it was a when it, when all was said and done, it was not as it was nowhere near as bad as I kind of expected it to be based on that first. Like, have you ever been on a game show before? Well, you know what, Brooklyn. No, yeah. <laughs> or like whatever she said. Yeah. So let's go through some of the fun responses. Miss um, Cleo did not have a psychic response, which was the moment I was like, oh, Priyanka's done. She's, she so doesn't even get it. In that moment, I was like, even I was like trying to be like, girl, there's so much you could go with here. You could just be like, oh, the bitch didn't pay $4.99. Right. Yeah. She, there was so much. She, 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 she froze. She literally froze. Um, someone who didn't fro- freeze is JoJo says, hail. Um, she hail. puts hail on everything. She eats even if it's not on purpose that Pulls was funny wig. that was funny she was prepared was... lemon was very prepared and that's how you do well on snatch game yeah dumb deborah puts ashes on her poutine according to joan rivers <laughs> and then <laughs> as money and is on point for her character accuracy but it's just not funny no joan rivers next to her saves boa from being in the bottom i'm fully I will fall on that sword. If Jimbo did not get placed next to Boa, Boa would have bombed. I mean, yeah. Because, because because Jimbo was there to pick up everything that Boa dropped. Yeah. 
that's fair. Um, Edith Piaf is about to sing No Je Ne Regret, and it will be her final act. And she barely got through it. Um, she drops the mic. <laughs> yeah. Again, I've never seen the movie um, uh, uh, Le Vie en Rose. Le Vie en Rose. So I have not seen Marion Cotillard's take on Edith Piaf. I know very little about Edith Piaf beyond the songs. Yeah. So it was harder for me to know if this was funny or if this was just using random comedic tropes to make Edith Piaf. Funny. I thought it was funny. I didn't. I don't even know that much about Edith Piaf, but I was like, mm-hmm. all right, she's doing it. Uh, Kiara's Mimi needed a uh, punchline because you can't just say Mimi. a bunch of sentences. Uh, good one, Lemon. Good one. Rebecca Moore says chicken picks instead of cock picks because she's actually a dumb idiot. Can we talk about how... No, no, no. The dumb idiot in that situation was not Alona. The dumb idiot in that situation was her holding up a card that said chicken picks and Brooklyn saying, oh, also known as dick picks. And I was like... No, she said chicken, cock picks. Cock. No, she said dick picks first. And then she was like, oh, or maybe cockpicks. And I was like, there you go, Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Um, did you also notice that I know it was part of the thing, but um, once the lipstick got on her, like, she, oh, it was so good. Like, oh, she God. kept putting it on, though. It was, that was the best part. She kept putting it on, and then she would, like, lick her lips, and it would just be all over her yeah. finger. It was, so, that was, it was good. Yeah. Um, so, Joan, when she writes help, and then says, Melissa, if you're watching this, get me out, get me the hell out of here. I keep clicking my heels like Judy. First off, I was, I, cause I was watching with my mom. I was like, where's the Melissa reference? I need the Melissa reference. And once she mm-hmm. said, I was like, done, she wins. Yeah. Don't talk about my mother like Scarlet's Liza pups up with, uh, don't talk like, talk about my uh. mother like that. So Joan jabs back with your mother and I invented the goddamn snatch game. You miss your mother. Smell my goddamn fingers. I think that might be my favorite snatch game line ever. Mike, drop. Oh, Emma. my God. That was so good. It was quick. It was smart. It was hilarious. And it was literally like Joan fucking Rivers was saying. Like, like, did you know that Joan Rivers and Judy Garland are scissor sisters? No. Maybe that's what I they do not. in heaven. <laughs> you miss your mother. Smell my goddamn fingers. Yeah. Holy Meanwhile, shit. Kiara is bombing with her emotions. Um, Boba with the Liza wig reveal was funny, stupid. In any other combination on any other panel, that would have gone over well. She mm-hmm. was she was up there, but not quite there. I I will say that was one of those things where it's, and I I think we've seen this before on Snatch Game where a queen says, "I'm going to have this gag, and I'm going to wait for it to work." Right. And then I think as you kind of go through questions, and you're like one or like you've gotten one or two questions in and you're like i haven't really found an opportunity to do it yet yeah it's like you kind of you're like i'm gonna do this because so yeah. you kind of like force it to the question but i mean it was great she just was like Whack. <laughs> yeah um for the final question priyanka in confessional knows everyone is going to be funny so she decides to be not funny oh sweet lord i was so Poor sad for her i felt i agreed agreed 100 percent and then Edith ha- is tired of this shit show, and I was tired of Edith. But... Bring me my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, tired of this shit show. Didn't we get like something similar from that earlier from Joan Rivers, but also it's from like, Chad Michaels? It was, I don't know. I thought it was funny. Though. Just like, uh, the was, the like, timing with coffin. the coffin was good, yeah. <laughs> um, like implying she's a dead bitch. 
Exactly. Well, the winner of Snatch Game is the town of Dildo, Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Who wants to go to Dildo, Newfoundland with me? I sounds like fun. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, it sounds like a. If they don't I have see a the gift shops, exactly. I, if they don't have a dildo museum, I'm out. I just want like, like, what's the general store look like? You know, <laughs> the general store. What is this? Eighteen hundred. <laughs> You're so interesting, Scalp. Oh. Well, we're 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 gonna toot and boot the performance of Snatch Game, and I had the audience do the same. Um, so, we'll go in alphabetical order. Boa as Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Boot. Boot. Uh, the audience thing. the audience was 29% toot, 71% boot. Alona Verily boot. as Rebecca Moore. Toot. I'm going to boot it. And the audience Why? was 50% toot, 50% boot. I will say, I think Alona did not have many of her own moments, but she was really good at playing off of other moments. Yeah, she was. She was really good at kind of seeing, like, I can stick myself in right here. Like, when she got up and she was like, oh, I'll smug your damn fingers. Like, yeah. that was, it was quick. It was smart. It was, yeah. she had, she was best playing off of other people, but on her I own, agree. she was just kind of one note. Jimbo as it. Joan Rivers. Shoot. Yeah, definitely a two. Oh toot. my God. 100% toot. Oh my God. It was as, as she deserves. That yeah. is what she deserves. I agree. Kiara as Mariah Carey. Boot with like 40 O's. Yeah, boot. I love Kiara. I think she's a really fun drag queen. And I could, and I think it's just like, I felt bad too, just watching, like, you could see in her face the whole time. Yeah. She was like, all right, mm, I felt bad for her, but that Mariah, objectively, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, as Castrata messaged me, at least I can come on and do a good Mariah. <laughs> yes, Castrata. Well, Castrata um, could just start. Singing up there in the note, it would yeah. be great. Oh, Castrata, please do that. Well, Kiara got 21% to 79% boot. Lemon as Jojo Siwa. I'll give it a two. I agree. Toot. 88% toot, 12% boot. Priyanka as Miss Cleo. Boot. 13% to 87% boot. Rita Vega as Edith Piaf. Two. I'm going to give it a boot because I didn't love it, but. I'm very much in the minority because it was 97% to 3% boot. I like that. And think finally, she was smart. Yeah. Finally, Scarlet Bobo is Liza Minnelli. Toot. I agree. Toot. 81% like toot, 19% boot. I will say I was kind of on the edge in terms of like when they were announcing like who's going to be the tops and like who is safe or whatever. I was very torn between like Scarlet and Lemon were both. Like, could have gone either way for me. Like, it could have been that Scarlet was in the top and Lemon was safe, but I was not mad that Scarlet was safe and Lemon yeah. was in the top. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll get to it, because I ha mine is a little different. Um, but I do think Scarlet got robbed slightly. Yeah. Well, it's Elimination Day. The girls cheer about Snatch Game. Bobo thinks it was iconic. Rest in peace for the moment. Um, <gasps> no iconic. Oh. I want my fucking show back. Bars, please be able to open soon. I want my job. Anyway, Wear your masks, people. Yeah, right. Priyanka says she makes history as the worst Canadian snatch game ever. So Alona says, stop playing the victim. She's funny. And funny. She's funny when she can like play off of other people. Yeah. All in good jest, question mark? Kiara. <laughs> Alona's like, I wasn't fucking joking. <laughs> right. Kiara is good at improv when she makes her own characters, but she couldn't get out of Mariah. But she is planning on killing it on the runway. What kind of characters do you think Kiara comes up with? I 
I was wondering like what kind of a show right. Kiara does where it's like improv like she's I mean like watching her perform I mean we'll get to it but watching her perform it was like girl can fucking turn it and she's she was funny in the acting challenge yeah I was like and I think that maybe that's more what she meant was like that character in the sure. acting challenge where it was more of just kind of like make it funny and here's your lines yeah because um, she was funny in that yeah well all the girls they just hope to make Celine Dion proud I hope Celine has seen it I hope that she has I hope so too I hope she's a judge next season. oh i hope so too that would be amazing well jimbo loves making people laugh and found the key to brooklyn's humor uh we learned that jimbo was judged about being gay or feminine in school she wore different clothes and had different interests than other people and in grade 10 she was on the bus and told a joke and made everyone laugh being herself in that moment paid off and has thus relied on her sense of humor to make friends and i think this was a very important edit moment for jimbo because we haven't seen it yet Yeah. And, and, I think, and I think it was important I like the, like, for the episode. softer side of Jimbo. Yeah. Absolutely. Then we learn about Kiara. Her parents separated when she was three, and her dad wanted her to have a man job, and she never really got approval from her dad. Um, this was her first time uh, telling her backstory on the show, and thus it had to be on this episode. No, that's never a good sign. She about to go! That's never a good sign. Nope. Never. And that's, that's the, again, I've said it many times in the podcast. This is why I hate being so in love with reality TV, because I can read and edit. I knew it was going to be a good night for Jimbo. Yeah. I knew it was going to be a bad night for Kiara. And I knew having all the lemon bits, it, funny, uh, the lemon bits were important lemon to bits. the arc of her the overall pulp, story. If you will. Yeah, the pulp. <laughs> um, it's time for the runway. And Mary Walsh and her fucking feathers stomp that runway in humorous fashion. She's going to go left. She's going to go right. I loved her. She was great. She was very she good was with fun. the lines, too. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, who was, oh, God, who was the judge the second episode? Um, um the homo in the silver pants. Jay something? Jade, um, but Hussein. He was like, Hussein. he was, it was, I could like watch him read the lines and then be like, how would RuPaul say this? Yeah. And I'm just like, I hate that, I hate that filter of yeah. like, I'm going to be the RuPaul that I've seen. Make on TV it your own. Yes, exactly. Well, in honor of the night of a thousand slains runway, we are going to play instead of hoot and boot. We are going to play the power of love, or my heart will go on. The power of love, or my heart will go on. So one's a good, one's a bad. Mean? Okay. Power of love is good. Okay. Heart will go on. You want more? My. <laughs> <laughs> my heart goes on my sleeve let me tell you what scout is dumb fucking dumb that's not dumb she's just dumb processing <laughs> buffering if you buffering will. uh-huh boa hair by amor kimura look by lucinda mia i immediately knew this this was the met gala dress met gala. um but so, damn, there was a lot of fringe yeah there was so much fringe so that moment um so I watched Drag Race with Rigatoni, my best friend. Um, and so Bo turns the corner first, right? She walks out and I go, oh, yes, Met Gala 2019, give it to me. And Rigatoni looks at me and she goes, is your faggot ass about to clock every single one of these looks? And I go, oh, no, I don't know Celine looks. I know Met Gala looks. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, again, I think knowing the reference is a small victory. 
she just didn't do any service to her body by covering it up so much. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It did not need that much fringe. A third um, of the fringe would have yeah. done it. Across. And if you saw her uh, posts on Instagram, I think she did alter it a little bit um, to make it more Celine Dion Met Gala. That, that's smart. I think yeah. that's smart. When you get that critique at, at the show and you get home right. and you want to take some pictures, you're like, you know what? They said this, I'll do that. Exactly. Um, the gold accents on her face felt very cheap, and I'm not sure if it was that it was overdone or if she has a poor product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, so there's been a lot of things this season particularly with Canada where I'm, I see things and I'm like, I wonder if this reads differently off camera. Yeah. And, it, and I think, and that's one of the things that you just get with like being like, like this look has to go, like it's under all these lights coming from every different direction yeah. and it then gets filmed and it then gets edited. And it's like, it very well may be that things don't look the same on TV that they do in person. Yeah. We'll, we'll go through a little bit of um, the critiques for the people that got critiqued. Brooklyn wanted her to be sicker in Snatch Game, which, oof, really Brooklyn, um, and thought this look had too much fringe. Jeffrey thought she was too scared to make fun of Gypsy Rose. And she was. She, she said was. it in the beginning. Exactly. Um, but this look, is it the power of love or is it my heart will go on? Um, power of love. I agree. I'm. I had the power of love for me because I got the reference. It wasn't perfect, but it was there. Unlike some. But I will also that. say, it's a great look to pick. It's yes. already so draggy. Exactly. It was like the theme of that Met Gala was camp. Exactly. So smart to go to a Met Gala look yeah. like that. Well, it's the audience. Drag. The audience was sixty-four percent power of love, thirty-six percent my heart will go on. Next, we have Scarlet Bobo. There were no designers listed on Instagram. Um, wow, this was a transformation of a look for her. Um, it was a great homage to the Paris Fashion Week look and yet still felt very scarlet. I love the sleeves on that. Yeah. Oh, I love the sleeves. You on can that. hide so much shit in there. Right? I really like that she went for a more subtle paint. Um, it, was, it worked for her and I was really obsessed yeah. with the hair. It was really cool. Hold on, I'm trying to pull up the Canada's Drag Race Insta so I can look at these while we... Okay. Overall, I did think it was a safe look. Yeah. Comparatively. I think that... I think... Picking things that are like fashion week looks or like things that someone wore to an event that wasn't like their event or like really widely publicized yeah. is like... It's smart in the sense that people aren't going to have as much of a reference for it until they see the picture Absolutely. but i feel like it's also t difficult because it's like that's not any sort of like classic celine look you know right um but it, oh my god i want those sleeves have someone make it for you oh i might have to figure out how to make it myself i've got yeah like what else you do in quarantine right i know i'm going to give it a power of love power of love yeah like 80% that. power of love, 20% my heart will go on. Next we have Kiara. Kiara. Look by Ruby T. Doll, hair by Peach. I think this is my favorite look of Kiara's all season. Um, I, I, I liked it. Yeah, I think a big part of it is because the chest is not a focal point and the garment sits so well on her. It was fitted very yeah. well for her. Um, and I'm going to say it, I really love her hair and I think she's a ponytail queen. I just wish there was one more bundle in that ponytail. That's fair. In it's the back. a little longer. But that was, I think, 
head to toe. She looked very put together. It fit mm-hmm. her perfect. Yeah, it was so well. Which made. is something that's like, it's. I think that that's one of the things that a lot of people overlook when it comes to, is like, what does the what does it look like? Is like if it fits you really well, you can like it's so much easier to sell it. It's so Absolutely. much easier to walk out and be like, yeah, because yeah, was this was this the most iconic Celine look? Not a chance. But it still felt genuine to Celine Dion. Yeah. And it looked, and it just looked good on her. Yeah. Jeffrey thought she was confident in her choice as Mariah, but wasn't there in the performance. Brooklyn thinks she looks gorgeous, but the ponytail wig didn't look great. Mary liked the hair, but it's all breasts when it comes to Mariah. Mm-hmm. Stacey wanted and her Mary. Mariah to be, yeah. <laughs> uh, Stacey wanted her Mariah to be more sexed out. Sex, yeah. Um, Which I think that that's kind of, I think that that was in my head maybe a missed opportunity and again i wasn't there i don't know what she was feeling like but i think that when she kind of started to get in her head she probably could have played into that and just right, been I mean, like oh right and it's, all you like, have to say is the word darling darling yeah. she didn't do it and again she missed one of the most she could have for any moment she all she had to write in one of her cards was i don't know her yeah right it's just many miss also, many many miss yeah no but but the look. I, I love the look. I love the look. Uh, yeah. Power of love for me. Power of love. 58% power of love. 42% my heart will go on. Next up, Rita Vega. Hair by Martine Ellery. Look by Jonathan Grandolfo. She did that. She Eurovisioned us. And now I want to play Yaya Ding Dong. I still haven't watched that movie. God damn it. <sighs> I'm sorry. So my ADD self is very bad at it's watching so things. It's so good. Um, what I'm going to say is the first look was a bit frumpy, obviously, because there's something underneath. It was a little weirdly shaped. Yeah, because she had a black, I think, I believe she said sequence, right? She said sequence? Sequence. Yeah. Black sequence dress. Um, sequence not dance. gorgeous, but again, it was true to the the fame, the after moment. Yeah. Once I saw the, pic- the side by side of like that picture, yeah. I was like, this was really well done. Yeah. Uh, she nailed the iconic Celine, but um, the looks were just not perfect on her. It was, and it's because it was a reveal. It was not fitted properly. I was laughing because they, when they talked to her, they were like, what, what was that walk? <laughs> and she was like, you know this one music video? Yeah. <laughs> it was all she did. And I was like, okay, that's fair. But that's also the judges were just like, you, um, so you made this choice with this walk. Can you just tell us a little more about that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Brooklyn uh, thought it was one of her favorite snatch games ever, but her runway was an odd choice, and Mary questioned her walk. You know what? Even though they weren't fitted properly, the fact that she was able to pull off two looks and still maintain a story, and power I, of love for me. Yeah, and I like I like that they were two looks from pretty much the same kind of like era. The same era, yeah. Of Celine, it was like she's Eurovision, and then she's famous. You know, yeah. it was it was smart. It was there was some thought put into it, yeah. but. Yeah. Power of love, 58%, 42%, my heart will go on. So the audience wasn't fully on board. Next, Jimbo. Oh my Listen, God. We, if you didn't gay gasp, if you didn't gay gasp when Jimbo turned the corner, you don't have a pulse. Ray, Tony, and I had the exact same reaction that Brooklyn and um, uh, Stacy did. We were literally just like, like grabbing at each other. We were like, "I screamed!" It was incredible. Oh, it was like, 
this was Celine, this was Drag, and this episode was the Jimbo Show. The her walk, her the way she carried herself, that look, yeah. everything about it was just Jimbo has this ability to be a chameleon in drag. She can transform into any style and still make it work and still be authentic to her. There was there's this like here it is. Um obviously folks listening at home you ain't gonna see this but like this like of all of her looks side by side and like she's serving um i don't want to um feed someone's ego too much but there's another person i call a chameleon in drag and that person's seraphim they're able to do something that other queens can't do because they're so strong in their aesthetic and and what they know they can do with their look and and their drag so Seraphim, you're welcome. I just compared you to Jimbo. Hi, Seraphim. Love you, Sissy. Um, the glasses were cunt. The shape was dynamic. The lack of breasts yet highlighting the chest was powerful. This Ooh. was an ultimate serve. Mm-hmm. Mary That's thought fun. she was great as Joan Rivers. Brooklyn asked Jimbo if she had fun in Snatch Game, and Jimbo said she had the time of her life. Stacy said her mouth dropped when she hit the runway. The way, what Mary said was... It, this is like what I look for in judges, right? As yeah. Mary was like, and that's kind of what it takes, right? If you're having a good time, we are going to have a good time. Exactly. If you're in it and you're just like loose and free and it's kind of coming to you and you feel very like relaxed, it's so much easier for us watching to be yeah. like, this is fun. This was one of my favorite looks maybe ever. Power of love. Power of love. Oh, the audience was 87% power of love, 13% my heart will go on. Very disappointed, but you know what, audience? <laughs> like it, that's fine. It's fine. Whatever. I'm not holding it against you. Next. I want to say, she she has a good team back home. Oh, she does. When she when she went to people and said, here's these things that I'm trying to make, like, not only did like she have good ideas, she works with good people. And she made a lot herself, very too. Well. Yeah, she did. Did she? Yeah. Did she? Mm-hmm. Oh, good for her. Good yeah. for her. Next up, Lemon, dressed by Jasmine Rice LaBeja from the Royal House of LaBeja. LaBeja. I think this look is Celine. It works. It's but it's very story. simple. It's very simple from what we've seen Lemon do. It needed that little drag up. Um, yeah. Maybe this was where we needed a reveal or something. I will say with this look, this is one of the things where I think my problem with it was more just the shape, which is I, I think what they said. I wish there was a little bit more of a center, a little bit more of a pad yeah. because she looked very boxy. Yeah, but was Brooklyn this Brooklyn is one of the shape. things where not every drag thing needs a rhinestone. Mm-hmm. And this is this outfit it it's it looks good. It just needs very one well more done. thing to it. I, I agree. But um, it was classic Celine. Yeah, I, I and I think I, I I enjoy lemon in a natural hair color. It's very engaging. It's very it's very pretty. She's gorgeous. She she's very gorgeous. Brooklyn thinks her JoJo is magnificent, and people will remember her for it for a long, long time. Jeffrey was disappointed on the runway, even if it was basic. He needed more personality. Mary said she was fully committed as JoJo, but no one could act their way out of this dress. That was a that's a read right there. That was a read. Um, but again, as Brooklyn said, she wanted a tiny cinch waist and pads, and Lemon doesn't do that. And it's been a critique all season in a way, and, and especially from the, and the audience has said the same thing. Um, will Lemon adjust it? That's up to her. 
not not every drag queen pads and 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 i think that i think that's that is too and i think i appreciate lemon's aesthetic and i i think she's gorgeous um but i think that there's also kind of that you know if you're adjusting to what judges say there's like that internal like am i compromising who i am am i just like so it's tough but i i think i agree with the judges in the sense of like if it was just cinched a little bit or if there was like a, a hip on it, I yeah. would have just made her look a little more full in it and really mm-hmm. kind of like, but she looked good. Yeah. She looked like Celine. I will sadly give it a My Heart Will Go On. I'll give it a Power of Love. The audience, like the audience went 26% Power of Love, 74% My Heart Will Go On. Next, we have Alona Verley. No designers listed because she doesn't post shit on her Instagram because uh, it messes up her colorful pastel palette. She does. Palette. She's posted her. Only, only if it's her, her palette. Um, she hasn't posted oh. some of them. This is, for me, a moment where putting your own spin on Celine didn't quite land. I think it was true to Alona, but I don't see the reference because Celine's look was red and white. This was very dominated in pink. Yeah. And I think Alona doesn't really do natural hair color much. And I think that was why this look flopped because there was no real reference to Celine. I cackled when she was like, I'm here to show the judges I can walk in a real heel. Yeah, that was a choice. It was so funny Good though. For she her, was like though. she was like, My feet fucking hurt, but guess what? I'm in these dish. Yeah. Um yeah. I was not a fan of Alona this episode, sadly. I think the worst part for me was when she turned around and like the crotch shot of the weird uh, little like it's like just like one little bit of fabric kind of like dangling like in between. That was what got me. I was like, Ooh. yeah, not good, not this, good. Oh no, my heart will definitely go on for this one. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. Uh, which is funny because this is the one with hearts on it. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, the power of love, twenty-one, twenty-one percent. My heart will go on, seventy-nine percent. Next, we have Priyanka. Priyanka. The wedding dress by Kitten Caboodle. The gold dress by Matthew Jusen. Hair by Wig Zaddy. Priyanka said, dress. I fucked up Snatch Game, but I will not fuck up this runway. Good for her. Oh my God. Is there a story behind one to the other? No, but it didn't matter because both of them looked fucking incredible. I will say, I would have had no problems if she had just done the wedding dress. Yeah. I thought it was impeccable yeah so this is a moment this was definitely a moment where this was a replica of a replica of a dress but it still reads drag Mm -hmm. because it's so big the headpiece was different like it was Mm -hmm. made much bigger and more like elaborate with the pearls um the shaping was a little bit more like big at the top big at the bottom yeah very well constructed and then you have that gold dress which fit perfectly on her and it It made her look like a star it did. It did. Um, it was. Yeah. And she, where, did, where did that fucking microphone come from? Was it in the flowers? I think so. I think it was in the flower. I think that's what she was Literally. holding. Yeah. I, I didn't even notice it until like it was like her walk back across. And I was yeah. like, wait, is she holding a microphone? Yeah. To me, this was the most true Celine because no one could wear the white jumpsuit since Brooklyn ruined it uh, for all Canadians. But this was this was Celine. Um, Brooklyn said she could have walked out in either of the looks and she would have been okay with it, but putting them together, insert Celine chest pound. Jeffrey and Miss Cleo said Miss Cleo was 
an interesting choice, but she didn't go to any place with it. There were Mary's, so many places you could have gone. And Mary suggested using the lines the funny people said and to work with and off of the people surrounding her. And that was good advice. Especially if you're flailing. Yeah, especially if to all you girls and boys and whoever's going to be on Drag Race in the future, that is the advice to listen to when you do Snatch if, Game. If your rowboat has a hole in it, hook yourself to the boat that doesn't. Exactly. Um, for me, this look was an absolute power of love. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Audience, 95%. My heart will go on, 5%. Um, the only other person I wanted to make mention of for their Celine look uh, who was eliminated was Kine. I don't know if you saw Kine's um, uh, Instagram. She, If she walked out in that, she probably, for me, would have won the night of just the looks. Did you find it? Did you find it? Did you find it? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The gold uh, oh, palace, the gold pantsuit look. It, and yeah. she, it looked stunning. So she walked out in that on the runway. It would have been a plus. I agree. It looks really good. But go, she go probably would have been. Yeah, she, listen to this. Yeah, she probably would have been in the bottom though, doing Shirley Bassey. Just saying. Ooh. So we have some results. Scarlett and Alona are safe. You mentioned you would have maybe swapped Scarlet with Lemon. So I, th- I kind of going into it, I was like, all right, there's eight of them. Two of them will probably be safe. I was yeah. like, Alona feels very safe. Yeah. She wasn't terrible. She was not over the top. Yeah. And then to me, it was just one of those things where it was like, I, it felt very obvious that the judges were like already eating Jimbo and Rita up. And then I was like, Scarlet was... I probably would have picked Scarlet to be in the top over Lemon, but I was not mad that Scarlet was safe and Lemon was in the top. It was yeah. one of those like very, it could have gone either way. And again, I, I really enjoy Rita. I think she's brilliant at what she does. I would have made her safe and put Scarlet in the top. I And I think what it was about Scarlet was just that you could tell Scarlet was having fun. Yeah. Similar to Jimbo, you know, she was just kind of like she wasn't thinking about doing the voice. She wasn't thinking about being Liza. She just kind of was and then there, being there, Liza and having fun. But there was also something about Rita that she stayed in her own lane. She didn't interact with anybody else. She didn't even turn to look at no, anybody else. No, but then, but <laughs> as you mentioned, like one of the most iconic lines coming out of a snatch game was because of Scarlet. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of unfair that Scarlet is not doing well on this show. I don't understand what they want from her. Yeah, I mean, I, as, yeah, as we'll see, was, as we'll see next episode uh, with that preview. I'm glad you finally showed up. Line from Jeffrey that has to go to Scarlet. Yeah, that line has to be to Scarlet. But we're gonna Maybe move it's into to Alona. Oh God. Well, we'll talk about that. <laughs> but um, Untuck Junior, we see Scarlet and Alona sleeping. No joke, they are I passed out. Love that moment. Music. You know what the thing is too is that. If I was a queen coming off the main stage and I saw them sleeping, it's not. I would be jealous. Yeah, I would be like, I want a nap. Because <laughs> that's probably two and a half hours of them being back there. Oh, easy, like it, easy. It's, and, oh my god, it would be so nice in the middle of all of that to not one know you're yeah. going to the next episode, two know you have absolutely no worry about lip syncing, exactly. and three, there's just two of you. You can look at each other and be like, you sleeping? Sissies. I'm sleeping. Mm. This isn't romper room, bitch, as Jimbo says. We didn't get really much from this untucked junior, but Kiara knows she's in the bottom. She was surprised by Priyanka's critique, and they all kind of think that Priyanka might be safe. 
Yeah. Mock Miss Cleo because she can't see who won because no visions here, ma'am. And Kiara mm-hmm. says she is ready to destroy anyone up against her because Kiki want to fight fight. Kiki want to fight fight. At least she's like leaning into the into her line. Like. I, exactly. In reference, watch. We get just against us A-list, just among our A-listers. Uh, and then the others make some jabs. B-listers. And, yeah. Like it was, it was so bad. It was really, really forced. Is cup size? Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Mary Walsh was funny, though. She was funny. And then bring back our Celines. Okay, bad episode, bad writing. Whoever wrote this one, and then... cut them. We learn that Jimbo is announced as the winner of the week. And as the winner of the week... Jimbo won a seven-day Caribbean cruise courtesy of Pitbull Events. I want to go on a cruise so badly. Is that like? Does that mean like Pitbull's on a cruise? Like, does Pitbull have a no, cruise? No, I think line it's a different company. Named after? I think it's oh, just, okay. Yeah, I think it's different. I was really hoping it was like Pitbull. Yeah. Like on a cruise. <laughs> Could you imagine? Well, Rita, Boa, and Lemon are safe, leaving Kiara and Priyanka as the bottom two, and I agree finally with a bottom two this season. Yeah, it was. It felt. Yeah, felt like it was going right there. Um, the song is "I Drove All Night" by Celine Dion, and it is an excellent, excellent song choice for a drag. Oh yeah. Um, I've seen Miss Heidi Ho do one of my favorite interpretations of the song, featuring my good pal Rai Rai Ruski, uh, as a featured oh. performer in it. Um, it was very, very funny. Um, this. I love Heidi. I do too. I miss her so much. But this was considered one of the best lip syncs ever. I'm going to say it was debatable. I think that I they, that. they turned it out. Yeah. Was it was it the same as um, Brooklyn and Evie? No. I, I don't know. Was I it think the it was, same it was... as Tatiana and Alyssa? No. But I think it's up there. I mean, I think for like being first season of Canada's okay, Drag Race, okay, for like fine. two girls to turn it out like that, especially to the song I drove all night. Like, right. It's already such a camp song. It is. Like um, it's like the city was sticky and cruel. <laughs> I think Priyanka felt the emotion and killed the song. Um, Priyanka did her tricks in the right places, while Kiara just did tricks. Didn't she? Yeah, she did tricks. And I think her lack of connection to the song is why you didn't have a double save. I think what I will say about Priyanka in particular is that it felt to me watching Priyanka lip sync, and even as I rewatched the episode yesterday, it looked like Priyanka did a really good job of kind of taking the feel of like what it looks like when a queen lip syncs at a bar or at a club. And it looked like she was kind of like engaging people that weren't there, you know? She was kind of like very up up at the front, but also like moving around. Um, It was, it kind of reminded me of... um, Darian Lake mm-hmm. when she and Dela lip sync to um, Point of No Return and Darian has that moment where she like pretends to take dollars from the crowd um, it's very much like it was very much kind of like working I felt like she was working this like non-existent crowd that was like that's like what you're I really reminding her. me that Dela lost to Darian Lake you really want to remind she me that didn't. right now that was a double save but in, in the sense of the show that Darian went further than should have been winner of All Stars three. I love Darian Lake, so okay, okay, whatever, whatever. Um, I think Kiara losing her shoe was doomsday moment for her. Um, you just don't 
lose your drag I, for I felt the bad that, of the trick. I mean, whatever. Like, if you if you lose a shoe, shit happens. I felt bad for her because the the way they cut the thing together, they showed her yanking her other shoe off. Yeah. Well, you had to because you you had Priyanka right there. You You could have given it a wide shot. Nope, nope, nope. You had Priyanka right there. Um, Priyanka hit that split in the fucking perfect moment in the music and defined why she won that lip sync. It was like, um, it felt very similar to, um, what was it, like Laganja and Jocelyn, um, Stupid Girls, when they both hit the split at the same time. And it was like, it's like, you could, like, yeah, sure, you can do a split wherever. But like the way the timing of it in the perfect spot is just like it makes it so much more. Yeah, but you're right. Um, you're right. Priyanka hit have, it. It's have like, you have you added this song to your um, playlist yet on Apple Music? Of course. Um, for of those course. unfamiliar, um, Scout is the um, founder of the Drag Race Lip Sync for Your Life playlist on the Apple Music. Um, that that shit has like 300 followers. Yeah, um, you're famous. But it's also I have looked through all the lip syncs of your life like playlists on Apple Music. Mine is by far the most thorough. Right, because you update um, it weekly. I you know what's really annoying though? And I don't know if it's Apple Music. I don't know if it's because I'm on the like iOS fourteen beta. I don't know what it is. It will not let me add one last time by Ariana Grande. And I think it might just be like, this never should have been a lip sync song, so we're not going to let you put it on the <laughs> playlist. <laughs> but it will not let me add that song. That's interesting. So so if you go look for it, um, it's got the All-Stars 5 promo pick of Rue, um, and it's it missing one song. It's of also all the seasons one. ever. Yeah, there's a few songs that aren't available on Apple Music anymore. Yeah. Like, namely the Spanish version of Mickey, which is, I love that version. <laughs> Um, Priyanka what? is safe. Kiara, with her first bottom appearance, sashays away. I would not. Kiki want to be an all star. That was a good line. That was good. A great really line. Smart. Very. Um. Um. I want to put it up there with uh, Scaredy Cat turning around, going, "Not bad for a first gig." Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was like smart. Well, before we move into the burning questions, do you have Wait. any reads ready? I do have a few reads ready, but I want, I want to ask you about what your thoughts are on this. So people keep saying like, oh, it should have been a double save. It should have been a double save. How will they be able to decide on a double save if it's three people voting every single time? I'm sure that if they felt it, they spoke amongst themselves. Are we going to get like a RuPaul leaving the table moment? I'm sure that they have like an eye signal to look at each other that if the, that if one of them is feeling it that they can be that's like that's what i want to know is like because they can they be like want, want. like silent write it on your card and pass it to whoever's hosting the episode kind of thing yeah and so i was like but no i mean matter i what there's gotta I'm be two, also, at least two votes for someone right for like this is probably behind the scenes shit for legal reasons i'm sure there is a moment before the votes are read that the producers have to look at it to make sure it's what is what's on read paper. is yeah. right um, so I'm sure there's a moment before, before the take, there's a pause, whatever, because we know this is okay. not done in but an that's, hour. That's what I want to know. It's like, it'll be very interesting to see how a double save works. Whereas like U.S. Drag Race, it's Rue's decision. Yeah. And she can be like, I'm giving you both, like whatever. Yeah. It's, it'll be interesting to see with that whole, like, there's three of you voting and writing a little name down on the card and passing it to the person. Yeah. It's like... How, how yeah, I'm work? sure they have some sort of hand signal or something, or they will just um, 
because they you only see them writing for a hot second that could all be fake as well maybe they do get up and discuss you're right so who, who knows inter- it, i'm very interested to see how that how that might but if i ever get brooklyn heights on the podcast i'll ask her yeah um are you ready for some reads um let me get ever let me open up the right note here all right all right um so i had um the audience Ask, like decide if they want um, certain people to be read by Scouts Honor. Um, some Scouts to be colleagues. Fair, this was the backup because you first told me that I should do this podcast in, as a Snatch Game character. Um, and the only thing I probably could have pulled out would have been Fran Drescher and everyone would have turned it off after about two minutes. <laughs> so um, this is, this was the, this was the, I'm not going to force you all to, uh, oh, what the heck? now should i say the names or you'll you'll just do the reads um because i know you're not going to do all of them because i gave you a hefty list let me um let me make sure i have these all lined up the right way all right reading is fundamental the library is open scouts honor we're going to call this segment reading rainbow with scouts honor reading rainbow with scouts honor uh it is indeed fundamental okay i think i have five all right, we got five okay. reads ready. Okay, here we go. Wait, no, that's not right. Okay, there we go. No, go where I want you. <laughs> okay. So, first, I'm going to start with my good duty from New York, Miss Amanda Pork. And Amanda, I just want you to know that sometimes I'm snarky, sometimes I'm rude, and if I've ever said anything to offend you, it was purely intentional. Um, 100% intentional. Um, Halerva Time, my good uh, DC, I would say sister, but I don't really know what gender that is. Um, and if you're listening to this, um, COVID's been kind of weird, and I know, like, we're all handling this differently, but um, I just want to know, like, as an outsider, um, what are your thoughts on the human race right now? Um, okay, all right, any, all right. Any thoughts? Um, <laughs> this, I've, I've used this one for Citrine before, but it's my go-to for Citrine, and it's uh, it's a good one. But um, Citrine, you are so pretty, and I've heard so many people say that they wish you would just cover your face with a paper bag so that they didn't have to feel so bad about how ugly they are. And I think they're wrong. You should definitely use plastic. Good, good, good. Um, <laughs> this one, this one goes out to someone that I used to be um, a little bit closer with. Um, emotionally, physically, intimately. Um, Azina Salhala, you know, some people say you're rude. Some people say you're a little sharp. Um, and I'm just, I'm not really offended by the things you say. I'm just really glad that you're forming sentences now. <laughs> oh boy. Um, and then the last one, my best friend, uh, my bestest Judy of all, my soon to be roommate, uh, Rigatoni, if I gave you a penny for your thoughts, I'd get the change back. <laughs> oh, shit. The library is closed. There's my reads. Well, we'll do an after um, school special, and Scout will give more reads about the other people yeah. that were submitted. Um, because yeah. someone did ask Scout to read me, but I'm, I think Scout wants to come back on the podcast one day. Well, life already has, so. Ah, so <laughs> funny. Um, yeah, because I think I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna. Scout doesn't know this, but I'm adding Scout to my um, my next um, music showdown that I'm gonna be doing. 
Nice. Um, it's going to be the um, the songs uh, the contestants wrote on Drag Race. Oh, so like anything that that includes a verse. Um, I I was planning on doing doing this for a while, then I saw um, the Genesis posted on uh, Facebook, and I said, "Come on the podcast," and the Genesis will be on as well. Oh, I love the Genesis. And Vanity Ray, and I think I'll probably add one more person. Um, speaking of Vanity, um, <laughs> Vanity, <laughs> I tried to think of a read for you, but they were all just like not arcs. They were just me complimenting you. <laughs> I just man, I love you. I'll think of a read. <laughs> She, I'll deliver it. I'll deliver it in the next podcast. You're you're gonna be closer to her than I am. I know. I already am. That's crazy. Down here, I'm a Maryland bitch for right now. All right. I love so you, I have a couple <laughs> burning questions for you. Yes. What is Kiara's legacy post Drag Race? Kiki, you want to kai kai? Who's she going kai kai with? Who do you think? Who isn't she going to kai kai with? She's versed, so she can do all, all oh, of them. Girl. And she, the world is her oyster once this whole pandemic thing ends. All right. So I'm currently covering Kiara on my screen, right? You can see that? Oh, yeah. Coincidence or not, only one person of color left. They they really said, like, we're just going to axe all the black girls. Back to back Bianca back. is the only one left. I know. Well, Alona is native right and then there's six little little six little mayonnaise girls but well, five little mayonnaise girls mm-hmm. wonder bread it, it's a very interesting yeah. back to back to back elimination not cute not cute yeah. we're getting yet another acting challenge do you think this is a hindrance or just a reality of what drag race has become I, so I literally just had this conversation with Tony yesterday, but we were talking about, was like reading, no, not reading challenges, um, acting challenges in general. And it's like, on one hand, I understand that you're like, we've got these girls, we have to have challenges. We'll yeah. do something. I don't mind the acting challenges. I mind whoever the fuck is writing them. I agree. It, it's, if they it's had bad. better writers, like, and I'm thinking about the time that, like when they did the when it, when it wound up being the fucking six way lip sync, the Britney, the Britney side of it with like because like Nina wrote a lot of that, and like the girls all wrote that together, and that was like it was an acting challenge, but it was funny and it was fresh right. on one side, um, but and so that's the thing is like it's when the it's when I'm like who the fuck wrote this yeah. It's just, like, so annoying. Listen, like, people, I'm out of work. I am willing to write for your show. I'm, I'm here for you. Like, I'm good. Who is in trouble, girl? Alona. I think Alona's next. Alona has to I be think Alona's next. next. Um, did you get my text I sent you the other night? I have missed so many texts this last week. Wait, which oh one? Oh, my God. Hold on. I will pull it up because I think it is kind of funny and scandalous. Oh, um, I did. It was the she posted the thing on Gpop. Yes, she posted um, her um, episode six of Drag Race, Canadian Drag Race bodysuit, on um, this little app that I was never, I didn't know what it was. Um, first yeah. off, you can buy it for eight hundred fifty dollars. 
for I'm those sure of you that's Canadian money. You can't see the many strokes that I'm having. <laughs> right. Uh. Um, so, spoiler alert, you can see what the runway is. Well, well, I will say, in the preview for next episode, they showed every single runway look. Except for this one, because this does not look like anything else anyone wore. I think it's something she's going to wear for the challenge. Maybe. Or the mini challenge. Maybe. Because the runway theme is obviously denim. Denim and diamonds. Part two. Oh, is that what it is? It looks like it because there are a lot of rhinestones again. Okay. Um, um, yeah, so maybe, maybe, maybe it is for the other uh, thing, but wh- if that's not a runway look, why the hell did she bring it? Um, she, that's expensive for a fucking mini challenge. I just got, you know, shit in my closet. I'm going to yeah. do this. I'm going to bring it. All right. The last burning question for you. After five episodes, the winner of the season is... Priyanka. I agree. Priyanka, like, this is Priyanka's story. Like, everything about this season is about Priyanka. I think Priyanka and Rita seem like they're on pretty good tracks to go to the finale. Yeah. And then I think, for me personally, it's a split between Scarlett and Jimbo. Yeah, I think track record-wise, Jimbo would be three. Um, and Scarlett would... She, if anyone's coasting, it's going to be Scarlett. Yeah. Um, just if because Scarlett turns it around this next episode and right. really starts to like shine, exactly if she gets she a win yeah if she gets a win then it's a, a definitely a four person race to get to that final episode um, because I think Lemon just dropped to the bottom a couple too many times I think Boa they they're kind of tired of and Alona is Alona 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 definitely feels like she's kind of like run out of and, and especially like, the way they're editing her is not been cute. Yeah, it feels, yeah. Um, I will say I agree with whatever it was. The, I think it was the, the like, single-use Queens episode where they had to do, like, House of Paper, House of Metal, whatever. Yeah. And Br- Brooklyn said, you know, she has a great personality, but her drag always has this little, like, ha-ha, hoo-hoo, like, yeah. ding, like, gotcha. Um, and obviously, like, this runway wasn't, but I think that it's a valid critique of Brooklyn's to be like, there's always this kind of like comedic moment where it feels like maybe even like Boa can't take herself seriously or can't yeah, like, feels like she can't deliver without that. Like, want want you know? Yeah. And I, I mean, again, like she looked gorgeous in that, in that fringe bodysuit without any sort of like, um, yeah. but I think I, I agree. Boa it's, it's kind of like one of those things where early in the season, it, she's obviously standing out very, very well. And then it's like, as you narrow it down, is it is it something that was standing out at the beginning of the season just because she was different? Or is it, or was it because she's like, got something really like good there going? And I yeah. think she might just be kind of getting to the like, all right, Boa, we've seen we'll see. this. We will see. <laughs> it feels very like... Stop relying on that body. <laughs> Where can we find you on social media? Uh, you can find me all over the place on social media. I am at scout.sonner. That is S-O-N-N-E-R uh, on Instagram. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at... Oh, what's my handle now? Oh, it's F underscore G scout. I've changed my Twitter handle. Like, Is this your alt account? Uh, no, it's not my alt account. I don't have an alt account. Um, Godspeed to those girls who love their bodies and are willing to show people their bodies. I'm, I follow a few alt accounts here and there. 
Um, but I don't have one myself. Um, just you wait, Scouts Honor. Just you wait. Every now and then I post the... My most recent post on Instagram was a little bit of a thirst trap. Very thoughtful. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was, it was my show poster, but... Well, fine. Um, plug it. Plug your show. Uh, well, those of you who are excited to enjoy Elation on the 14th, um, make sure to go support Harriola and Michael and all those dolls. I'm so excited for that show. Um, and then afterwards, uh, Rigatoni and I are hosting our second uh, installment of our honor roll party. Well, digital drag thing, you know. So we'll spend your Friday, August 14th with both of our shows. Yeah. Get a handle of something and drink the entire thing all night. Yes. If you want like, you know, three tall boys, strawberry, strawberritas, you know. Mm-hmm. That's oh, no, 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 no. Just go get some um, White Claw, the tall boy White Claws. I've got a, I've got some Bud Light seltzers in the fridge right now. Are they good? They're not bad. Okay. All right. All right. I was, um, I... I bought them because um, I'm like kind of talking to this boy. Oh, kind of hanging out with this boy, and he was like, "Oh, like let's like get some drinks and like rewatch." Oh, he's also super into Drag Race. And he was like, "Oh, let's like get some drinks and watch some drag stuff." I was like, "All right," um, but he just like to them, and they're not bad. All right, not I'm good to know. They make me. They take me back to like um, the like white trash in my heart from the Finger Lakes. Uh, <laughs> I was telling him as we were like buying them, I was like, it's funny because like my association with Bud Light is like obviously not seltzer, that's a new thing. Um, but my very best friend back home, uh, who lives right next to the camp, the Boy Scout camp that I worked at. I know Plot Twist Scout Sonner worked at a Boy Scout camp. Um, his name's also Michael, oh my gosh. But he has a cooler that's a bobber. And okay. we used to fill it, we used to like fill it with it, it'll hold a 12 pack. And we used to fill it with a 12 pack of Bud Light. We would go out on the boat and just like sit in the sun and drink a 12 pack of Bud Light. That sounds like a fucking perfect summer day to me. Right. I can't even, I was, I was literally starting to like consider being like, I'm going to go home for a little bit and uh, like just enjoy, you know, like the lake or something. And then Cuomo was like, 14 days You're coming quarantine. from D.C., you have to quarantine. Yeah, I mean, because I was really hoping to get my visit down to D.C. Um, someone already took their visit at the end of June and didn't tell me, so I didn't get to go to that one. Um, but, June is crazy down here. Yeah, no, well, me, me, one day I will be down in D.C. again, and one day you'll be able to come back to New York. I was just talking about your birthday party. I know, maybe by my birthday party it will not be a digital birthday party. Oh, maybe. We'll see. Well, um, Scout, this was so much fun to talk to you on the podcast. It was so much fun talking with you. I had a great time. Thanks for having me. The biggest thanks to Scout for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Uh-huh.